0: Hello, Marvelites. You're listening to This Week in Marvel, episode number 438. I'm Ryan Panagos, a.k.a. Agent M.
1: And I'm Lorraine Sink, a.k.a. Agent. I can yell as loud as I want because I don't have a baby at my house.
0: <laughs> Dang it, Lorraine. The baby is asleep next to me. I feel like she can hear you yelling because she knows her Auntie Lorraine so
1: well. I know. She loves to sleep on me, though, so it's this is fine. This is great for her yeah. sleep. Yeah. As soon as she comes into my arms, she just passes out, and then I let my arm fall asleep.
0: We are recording from home right now, uh, our respective homes, and I have a little baby. Lorraine has a dog.
1: Hopefully not too many visits from my dog. He is um, having a little puppy nap on the bed, so he's pretty happy. Yeah.
0: But normally on the show, and as we're going to do today, we talk about everything that's happening at Marvel, whether it's games, comics, movies, TV, whatever, and we get very excited about it.
1: Yeah, Baby! Uh, let's see what's going on. First up, we have Marvel Future Fight, which is a mobile game. You can download it for free on your device. It's super fun. You can play with a bunch of your different characters uh, in the Marvel Universe. And now they have some new uniforms coming at you. House of X uniforms are coming for Wolverine and Magneto. There's going to be a Marvel Girl uniform for Jean Grey, which is one of my favorite looks of hers of all time. Uh, there's Nimrod, the lesser uniform for Sentinel, which is... Mwah, chef's kiss.
0: I love that his name is Nimrod the Lesser. Like
1: What a what it a just, jerk like, name.
0: <laughs> Jonathan Hickman was like, "You? You suck." I mean, you're an evil deadly robot guy, but you suck.
1: Yeah, you're no master mold. That's what I that's what I know. <laughs>
0: uh, there's also going to be House of X themed characters, Professor X, Mystique, and Mr. Sinister. And if you guys haven't been reading the current slate of X-books, Everybody is just having the best time (laughs) writing super sassy Mr. Sinister, who's just throwing shade and being silly. There's a moment in a comic coming out next week. It's one of the X-Books. And Mr. Sinister is uh, on the Quiet Council, which is like the ruling council. And he's sitting next to Exodus. Exodus is this like immortal French mutant, right? And the two of them are doing stuff. And Sinister looks over at uh, Exodus, who's got this giant... Part of his cape, and it's like the like shoulder the huge blades shoulder above his pads. Cap. Like they they go up, not like pads, but they go, blades. And Sinister goes, "Oh, is that how it's going to be? Because if you want to fight this fight, I will go bigger and higher with my shoulders than you ever will." And it's like this super sassy, like <laughs> amazing moment. I love it so much.
1: Um, oh, there's also going to be uh, new gameplay improvements for Marvel Future Fight. Uh, Professor X has new ultimate skills and can now be upgraded to a tier three. And then you can also realize Potential, which is a feature for Professor X, Mystique, and Mr. Sinister, which you can unlock, as well as updates to the S.H.I.E.L.D. Academy missions. So lots of cool stuff there.
0: Yeah. Plus, on top of all that, there's a squad battle, which is like a new gameplay mode where players um, will compete with other agents and, you know, maybe your friends or other people who have obtained battle scores by forming teams of superheroes that meet certain conditions. You're like divided into six leagues where you compete against each other um, to get into higher and better leagues. And then every week, the leagues are reestablished, promotions and demotions, sustainments, all that stuff is determined by ranks within each league. So it's a really neat way to get you playing with other people, to get some competition in there. Um, All of this has kicked off this week. So if you are not playing Marvel Future Fight, as Lorraine said, it is available on uh, the App Store and Google Play and get in there, play the game. Um, I also wanted to point out that Earth's Mightiest Show, specifically Lorraine, put together an amazing family tree for Vision. This video um, has been doing gangbusters on all of our social media, and I wanted to make sure that our listeners got to check it out. But there's some really interesting points that if you want to like walk us through, Lorraine.
1: Yeah, there. this was really, really fun to research. And actually... Um, we explore some interesting little connections in the Marvel Universe division, including his connection to Wonder Man, that his stepmom slash sister is Jocasta. Yeah, Ultron's a weird dude. He made his own, uh, wife. Yeah, man. Listen, own... robots. Evil robots yeah. will do what evil robots will do. Um, also, yeah. think about this. His little brother is Victor Mancha from The Runaways. Fabulous uh, hairdo, sometimes just to head. And then there's, of course, Vision's marriage to Wanda, a.k.a. the Scarlet Witch. The fact that they had twins, Thomas and William, one of which, William, was named after Wonder Man.
0: Oh, I... I guess I just never that never clicked in my brain.
1: Yeah. Here's the thing that I think is so funny. They were like, well, we're going to have one baby and we'll name him William after Simon Williams. And then they have two and they're like, I guess we'll just name this one, Thomas. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, 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 I
1: guess that's a nice name. Yeah. Oh, and then we also go into Vision's whole second family. He has a whole new gang. So uh, we we do a lot of that. So check it out.
0: Yeah, the other fun thing I love about William, aka Billy, is he is he is engaged to Teddy, and so it's just Bill and Ted, and that makes me so happy.
1: Yeah, that's actually so relevant to right now too, because Wiccan and Hulkling are uh, quite a pair in the uh, Empire saga unfolding.
0: That's right in comic books, yes, indeed. Uh, and so Empire is coming real soon, but we have new comics out this week. So let's talk about the top books from this week's episode of Marvel's Pullist, which is our sister show uh, that I also co host. Our favorite books this week were Spider Woman number one, X Force number nine, Runaways number 31, and Star Wars number four. Holy crap, though, Spider Woman number one. Now that I'm looking at the list again, I'm like, man, this is a great week for comics. But Spider-Woman is terrific.
1: I'm really jealous because we're taping this early. I have to wait this time because I didn't grab them uh, from work. So I have to wait for them to come out in real time. And the whole time I was sitting next to Ryan while he was reading it, he was giggling to himself. So I'm very excited to read it as well. I can't wait.
0: Of course, those are the new books out this week. And for all your latest Marvel Comics releases, please reach out to your local comic retailer uh, about the services that they may offer. Because they may have, you know, they may be able to hold your comics for you. They can create a pull list for you. There's curbside pickup, so if you don't want to go into the store, if you don't want to have much contact, they may be able to arrange that. There could be special deliveries and numerous other options to accommodate. Uh, of course, find your local comic shop. Visit comicshoplocator.com.
1: Yeah, I think that's, um, such a a great thing to do. I know a lot of people are purchasing gift certificates from some of their favorite stores in an effort to keep them open. And I think that's really great because even though we are some of us stuck working from home, we can still support our communities.
0: Yeah. Uh, if you go to your local comic shop this week or next week or whenever, tweet me a picture of your stack of the comics you bought from your LCS, uh, the new books and, uh, Maybe you'll get something from me, your pal, Agent M. Ooh,
1: I like that. Um, also, you guys should subscribe to Marvel's pull list wherever you get your podcasts, and that includes Pandora, or you can watch video versions over on Marvel.com. They're insane and delightful, starring Ryan and Tucker. My sweet boys. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um and we thought it'd be fun to as we have downtime uh or many of our listeners have downtime people are working from home they're just hanging out at home maybe there's some things you can check out if you're a marvel fan that you don't know about larry you want to kick us off
1: Yeah, so first of all, uh, if you don't have Disney Plus yet, go get Disney Plus. There's a ton of great stuff on it. Obviously, there's a ton of great Disney stuff. I finally watched Toy Story 4 and laughed my face off and then cried a bunch, and it was great. But also, uh, there's a ton of great Marvel stuff that you might not realize is there that I am super duper into so there's spider woman the 1979 animated series it's fantastic. it's brutal she reads people like she's in a library it's delightful
0: i have no idea what that means but i'm assuming it's some drag race stuff. yeah that is 100 okay, some
1: drag race stuff um reading someone is when you basically say something really mean and snarky but in a hilariously devastating way So that's how that works.
0: Fantastic.
1: There's also uh, a Spider-Man, the 1981 series. There's Spider-Man and His Amazing Friends from the early 80s. And they're all really kind of campy and delightful and funny and just like great to have on in the background if you're working from home.
0: I wanna double suggest Spider-Man and His Amazing Friends, especially if you are probably around our age, which is a little too young to have watched Spider-Man and His Amazing Friends when it was on going back to watch it now, that show is bonkers. <laughs> uh, the first episode, Spider-Man busts through like five different doors, just like, I hate this door. And he blows through it. It's real weird. They have a dog named Ms. Lion yeah! who ends up actually is a, a, a male dog. And I love that, like, you know, gender nonconformity, like whatever, whatever. They all live in a house together. Spider-Man, Firestar. Iceman. Um, Iceman, Aunt May. It's just wacky and weird and has a ton of great characters and villains that show up and the first episode has a superhero halloween slash costume party
1: where they all dress up as different superheroes and it's super confusing because it's the first episode so you no one has said who they are yet
0: and there's like five (laughs) spider-mans all like dancing awkwardly it is Tremendous.
1: It's so good. I mean, obviously, we know there are a ton of Marvel Studios films. They also just added Marvel Studios Black Panther, but they also have a bunch of other cool things that are sort of adjacent. So there's Marvel Studios assembling the universe. There's Marvel Studios expanding the universe, which are both sort of behind the scenes look into how the films are made and expanded upon. There's also Marvel's 75 Years from Pulp to Pop, which is a great uh, sort of documentary of Marvel's 75 years, obviously made just five years ago, so it's still pretty new and fresh. So those are all really delightful sort of documentary looks at the behind the scenes.
0: Yeah. Shout out to um, all the teams that made them, including John Cirilli, Harry Goh, and some amazing documentary filmmakers.
1: Yeah. Okay. So we were just talking about Vision's family tree, and I started to be like, oh, what comics do I want to recommend for folks to check out right now? Obviously, there's a ton of wonderful stuff that's coming out fresh every single week. But I thought, if you guys are loving Wanda and Vision, you want more of Vision's backstory, I just threw together, I think, some greatest hits that you can read on Marvel Unlimited you can go get a subscription at marvel.com slash unlimited if you don't have one already it's where Ryan and I read most of our old comic books it's phenomenal it gives you thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of comics that you can access from your home so very convenient
0: Uh, And Lorraine, I just want to remind the listeners, if you are not a subscriber to Marvel Unlimited, you can go to marvel.com slash listen and then use the code Marvelites, that's M-A-R-V-E-L-I-T-E-S, to get 50% off your first month.
1: Yeah, so there you go. Now you have no excuse. It's time to go. First off, I wanted to start with the introduction of Vision. This is sort of actually the beginning of where Ultron is created into where Vision is created with Avengers number 54. If you follow this Avengers series, you can honestly, you can just sit down and read 54 all the way to like 137, 38, where Scarlet Witch and Vision become a full couple, but Around issue 75 is when Scarlet Witch and the Vision meet, and then they get more serious around the 130s. But this whole time in Avengers comics is so good. I I find this part of the run really fun because you see so much of it pulled into different studios and TVs. You see the inspiration for a lot of things that you see up on the screen, just like little moments and things and character traits that are really fun to have access to. Then, of course, you have to read Giant Size Avengers number four, which is the huge wedding issue. I recommend reading this storyline because it's actually going to be very linked to Empire. But also, this is where Scarlet Witch and the Vision get married in a big double wedding between Mantis and the Cotati Swordsman. It's one of the weirdest storylines of all time. But Scarlet Witch and the Vision together is so good.
0: Lorraine, do you think the Vision has saliva in his mouth and if he doesn't what is it like to kiss vision who's just like dry mouth
1: well think about this he can adjust his density so he can kiss you very soft i don't know that's all i have
0: (laughs) 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 i don't know how moisture Uh,
1: works condensation (laughs)
0: It's a real weird, but this is where my brain went. So
1: let's keep going. Great, That's a great segue to the next book, which is Scarlet Witch and the Vision, the limited series. This is from the early 80s. Scarlet Witch and the Vision, they get a house out in the suburbs. This is when Vision starts wearing his day look, where he continues to have like his kind of green and red head. But then he just wears like casual suits with an ascot. It's very like, father's home for dinner. But it's great. <laughs> they end up having their twins. It's a really sweet storyline. You see their relationship develop with Wonder Man. And again, that's just Scarlet Witch and the Vision. And there's about I think 8 to 12 issues around in there.
0: Yeah. There's um One of the issues is, I think it's a Thanksgiving or it's a Christmas. The man who came home
1: for dinner, Magneto.
0: Oh boy, that's a good issue. I love that one. It is so
1: good. It's it's family drama at its finest. It's like every um, family Thanksgiving dinner during a political crisis where everything's very, very tense and everybody's got a different opinion, but your dad's Magneto. (laughs) Yeah. And then, last but not least, we have to shout out the more recent Vision series from from 2015. This sets up Vision. He creates his own wife, two children, and dog, and they go on to have adventures. It's a lot of different things. It's got a lot of layers, like an onion. It's sort of quirky and funny and dark and messed up, and very clever. I don't know. It's a great series to read. It sets up all of those characters and sort of gives you a deeper understanding of Vision and what he wants, because he seems very clinical. Like, I am a robot. I have simple desires. But even an android can cry.
0: Oh, very well done. I I think Vision has also gone through several, like, emotional reboots in his life where he's just like, I'm just going to turn off emotion for a while. And he's, like, dealt with things in very awkward ways.
1: Yeah, and usually he's just like, I go ghost mode now, and he just like phases through a wall and <laughs> literally ghosts everyone in his life. Yep. So that is my Wanda and Vision comics reading list from Marvel Unlimited. Go check that out. But Ryan, what are you playing? What video games are you playing right now?
0: Um, uh, Let's see. I've got... Uh, I want to check out the Marvel Future Fight, all those new updates in there. Um, there's always... Uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, which is just jam-packed with DLC and and updates and so many characters, and that stuff is really fun. So I would say definitely check those out.
1: And I've dug out my Nintendo Switch, so I can play now, too. Oh, good. You found it. (laughs) Yeah, it it got shoved in a box.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But I'm working from
1: home, so, you know, I can just find things now that have been hidden from me. Also, I wanted to shout out some of our other great podcasts. Obviously, we love it when you listen to This Week in Marvel, but there's also Women of Marvel with the incredible Sana Amanath and Judy Stevens and Angelique Roche. We also have Wolverine the Long Night podcast. We have Marvel's Voices also with our pal Angelique. We have The Pull List with Ryan and Tucker, as well as all the stuff on Marvel.com. You know, Ryan so graciously shouted out Earth's Mightiest Show. But we do that show every single week. Uh, the Pull List does some insanely wonderful videos that are just a Dadaism jaunt Into unreality.
0: Ooh, I like that. Let's put that in like a trailer for the show.
1: (laughs) Lorraine Sink.
0: I think it's perfect time for our question of the week, which is what Marvel stuff are you binging right now, dear listeners, Uh, whether it's comics or shows or movies, and what do you want to suggest for others who are at home a whole bunch right now? I think this would be a great point to let people know something that they've never read before if they've never seen that you really really love of course you can tweet your answers using hashtag this week in marvel email them to twin at marvel.com or send a message to our facebook page at facebook.com slash this week in marvel uh so we had a, a great email from listener justin kalamets who um he said some great things about the podcast so thank you for that justin and then he said that while he's at home he's been watching wolverine and the x-men on disney plus which Great show, super fun. Justin, if you like that, also check out Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes on Disney+. Plus. Um, the two of them were being made uh, s- around the same time, uh, sort of can't come from the same special sauce. They feel very similar in some ways. Uh, also, super fun fact: Chris Yost was one of the writers for Wolverine and the X Men, and he's the head story guy for Avengers: Earth's Mightiest Heroes. But recently, he worked on a little show you may know called The Mandalorian. What? He is, I'm wearing yeah, a Baby
1: Yoda, Chris- Yoda shirt right now.
0: Chris was a writer and executive consultant on The Mandalorian. So if you like. The Mandalorian. You may like Wolverine and the X-Men and Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes and vice versa.
1: Yeah, go check it out. There's so much good animation. I mean, that's really, truly the tip of the iceberg on Disney Plus. Totally. Next up, we have Tony at T Bizzleworth who said, I'm going to be in the Bahamas this week. It's an island surrounded by water, so I need the best name or story on Marvel Unlimited to read on the plane. I know he's your boy. Which one should I download? Ryan...
0: Yes. So I saw this. Um, I w- We wanted to include it here on the show. But also, I told Tony, you got to read Submariner in the depths, which is Peter Milligan and Isadra Beach. It is gorgeous and weird and dark. And Tony read it and he loved it. Of course, the most recent Invader series that Chip Zdarsky wrote with art by Butch Geis. Yeah. And Carlos, yeah, <laughs> and Carlo Oh, man. So good. I honestly would say just read some old old like 40s namor yeah. stories by uh bill everett those are great they they rule they are so weird and uh of the time but also feel like just super fun and fresh these days that they rule uh and if y'all hear a little baby in the background, it's because my daughter just woke up from her nap hey baby <laughs>
1: One of the things I love about those early comics is just, like, unbridled exposition. (laughs) There's, like, a lot of storytelling where they're like, we're going to give you the storytelling. You don't need to, like, A to C this. We're going to give you A, B, B. B.1, B.2, B.3, all the way to C.
0: Yeah. Uh, let's see another tweet here from Karis Pollard, who is a Karis Pollard. She says uh, her this week in Marvel of the week goes to Hawkeye Freefall. It's just so damn funny, but not at the expense of plot or character. Otto Schmidt draws it so well. The character's expressions are and then she's the OK hand emoji. She's confused as to what's right. So she sympathizes with Clint and the cast. I think that's a great point that like the ambiguity of what clint is doing in the story because if you've not been reading hawkeye freefall you're missing out on a great book clint is getting himself into a lot of trouble uh the ronin costume has been busted out of storage uh there is an lmd on the loose at points in the story he's dating night nurse and he's just a big old dumb idiot and we love him for it
1: oh clint when will you be better at stuff
0: (laughs) 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 that's it Um, Yeah, that seems like the end of the show. And it is. You're like, wait a minute. Where's the interview? Where's the rest of the show? Well, dear listener, we've got something special for you because a little while ago, I got to talk to Marvel creator Alex Ross. You know him as one of the greatest painters of all time. He's um, worked on a number of projects. You can see his cover work right now on Captain America and on Immortal Hulk, just knocking it out of the park, every issue. But He's also had a ton of work on Marvel's Earth X and uh, a bunch of other books. So we got to sit down with him, talk to him about a whole bunch of things. We wanted to break that off into its own episode for you. So stay tuned. That's coming really soon. And then, uh, yeah, I I think you're going to dig it. Yeah. You love Alex Ross, too?
1: I know. (laughs)
0: Hi. Everybody loves your sounds. Yeah.
1: Also, if you want to see some bonkers Alex Ross art, uh, you should watch the Wolverine super styles that we did on Earth's Mightiest Show uh, where we look at some of Wolverine's craziest styles. Ryan almost always pulls something from Earth X because they're Crazy wild designs. And this talk I'm looking forward to because it's a lot of crazy wild storylines as well to go with those beautiful designs. Uh, but go watch that because it's a perfect precursor to what is to come with this interview with Alex Ross.
0: Yeah, and my daughter is a huge Alex Ross fan uh, because I've read all of the Earth X trilogy, and that is my my big binge suggestion for this episode. Read Earth X, and then Universe X, and Paradise X, and there are total about fifty three comics all in it. If you have Marvel Unlimited, you can um, search for them and put them in. Like basically, once you read them in release order, you're going to be fine. There's a ton of books in there. They're really wild. I know you're gonna dig them, and then it'll also get you really excited and hyped up and ready for our big chat with Alex Ross coming very soon. This episode of This Week of Marvel was produced by Percy Verlin, Zachary Goldberg, Ryan Panagos, Lorraine Sink, and Catherine Grace Keenan Panagos.
1: Our audio development manager is Brad Barton. Jill DeBuff is our director of audio. And special thanks to Earth X. All my exes live in Earth. yeah it's true or is it i'm ryan i'm lorraine this is marv your universe